Captain Citizen of the Year is selected by the people who won the award the previous five years. For 2020, that was Drew Douglas, Willie Robson, Milburn Chaney, Freddie Paul, and Steve Barksdale. With the pandemic in mind, this year the group decided to honor the medical community of Athens. Here's Steve Barksdale. We want to honor, as citizens of the year 2020, the team of doctors that we have and the doctor society we have here, the administrators that we have for each one of these facilities that help generate what we have here, uh, the nursing staff from the nurses at the hospital, they have to endure a different type of thing that nurses at the assisted living have, all the different things that they have to deal with. We're looking at clinical people that are behind the scenes that are in the labs and, and helping serve. And then we're looking at non-clinical, which is those people that have to clean up every day and every hour. They're walking down the halls with a mop and with a spray and with a wipe down. And, you know, they're trying to keep the COVID from even coming close to us. And then our first responders, you know, how would it be like if you and I went in to help somebody and they're dying of COVID and we don't have any protection other than we're just going to pick them up and take care of them, put them in the ambulance, you know, or air flight them, something like that. You know, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me that they have the heart and the passion, which is their, that's what they've chose to do. But think about, put yourself in their shoes. What do they feel like when they have to go home and thinking, well, you know, do I have COVID? Am I taking it home with me? You know, and um, it, I, I, the fear factors there and, and only by the grace of God that we've been blessed that we have this group of people that we can at least highlight. And we just didn't want to leave anybody out. And so we want to make sure that anybody that's healthcare provider of Athens, Texas, deserves to be our citizen of the year for 2020. To highlight the medical community, we chose to talk with someone from each of the major areas Steve mentioned. Doctors, nurses, administrators, clinical, non-clinical, and first responders. Today our guest is Park Highlands nursing manager, Brooke Murph. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about what you do and your background. Okay, I've been a nurse for about eight years. Um, I do now what's called MDSs and I'm a nurse manager at Park Islands. Um, I take all nursing documentation and put it and help with billing basically, but I help work the floor occasionally. Um, that's really it. And so what's your background as far as education? How did you um, become a nurse? I'm at LVN. I started out as a CNA for about a year and decided I wanted to go to nursing school. So I went to TBCC Palestine and got my LVN. Okay. And you've been doing this for eight years? Eight years. In Athens? In Athens. The whole time? The whole time. Okay. So how old are you? I am 31. Okay. And you have children? Two children, a boy and a girl. Okay. And I ask that because the impact of COVID and 2020 on the medical community is not something that's just on them but on their families as well. Yes. And it, and it really has been. Tell us a little bit about what it's been like for you personally to work during 2020 with COVID. Well, I know it's not similar to 9-11, but I was actually thinking this. You know, you remember the day they announced COVID, and I remember sitting in a room and everybody said, go lock the doors, just lock it down, and nobody can go in, nobody can go out. we got to figure this out. And, I mean, we still don't know everything about COVID, but... I just remember locking the doors and 
going from there, having PPE shortages, family members not getting to see their other family members, and patients passing away without their family. Yeah, that's talking to um, Dr. Swartwood. Um, you know, he talked about some of that and, and how um, the impact on him when he lost his first patient. There had to be a big change in how you did business over throughout 2020. What were some of the biggest things you saw that changed for nurses, not just not just at Park Islands where you are, where you are, but where across Athens? What are things that nurses had to deal with that they never did before? Um, you always take care of the patient, but there's always the family too, and you had to figure out a way to help take care of the family, even though they couldn't be there. So you're talking about your patient that you're dealing with yes. that has COVID plus their family that at one point, like there was no contact at all Correct. for a long part of 2020. A lot of your times is spent on the phone with a family member, but you have a critical patient you're taking care of at the same time. How different was it with the PPE? I mean, we think about that, like those of us in the community who aren't in the medical uh, industry, you know, we have to wear our masks and that became quite the issue. Um, yes. But what about you guys? How much was PPE an issue and what was it like to get used to that? Oh, man. We had the same mask. You had to wear it till it was ripped or sold for as long as I can remember. It took about, I want to say, two months before we could finally start switching our mask out, um, getting hand sanitizer that smelled like straight alcohol. And it was... It was a shortage. Um, yeah, everybody smelled like tequila for like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, like who made months. this? Yeah, who everybody this? smelled like tequila for a couple of months there yes. in the summer. Yeah. Okay, so um, this idea of wearing the same masks all the time. Um, I have a family member who's a nurse, and I know that this had a really big impact on her. Yes, it did, um, especially when you're working on a COVID unit, um, and then plus. They would have them wear a N95 on top of the regular surgical mask and the shields, ripping their face up, their skin, not being comfortable with it, wearing glasses. I don't know how much my glasses have fogged up and I can't even see anything. And I joked with my husband, you know, he was like, he wore his sunglasses and they fogged up. I said, welcome to my life. <laughs> my glasses fogged up all the time. Uh, it's just, it's been hard. So did you have to um, come up with new procedures, new um, standards of what you were doing? Um, well, as far as standards is with PPE, is that what you're referring no, to? No, no, I mean with COVID. I mean, did you have to do oh. things differently with, with the patient? Yes, we have all kinds of different standing orders we had to put in place. A lot of it, it's the same things we've been doing, but with the quantity, like, we accept COVID patients still at our nursing home. Um, and the amount of the flow of patients coming in and out, in and out, it's like you don't see them. They turn around, you get to assess them, they're out of there. Or they're back in the hospital, they're back to you. It's It's been, it's not just people that we're acquainted with, it's people we don't know and people that can't explain what's going on with them at the same time. What's the hardest part? Other, I mean, I get the parent, uh, the, the the family, mm -hmm. 
but from because everything I'm hearing from you so far is more of an emotional thing than it, a exactly. clinical thing. It's more the emotions of what you've dealt with as a nurse on exactly. a daily more than you know. Okay, I need to like fill out an extra form. Exactly, the emotion has been the hardest, and seeing a family member up against the window with their hand. What kind of impact do you see with other nurses in Athens as far as their emotions and their mental health? Oh, I can see it being a, I mean, just coming from me, I don't work the floor often and it affects me. People that are in there 24 seven, don't take breaks, miss their families. You're talking about the nurses now. Nurses in general. Yes, I can see it having a huge impact. Are are nurses working different hours? I mean, have you have you guys had to work longer hours during COVID or Um, it's not really been longer hours. It's just been staffing. I know at first it was hard because nobody knew what COVID was. They were scared, of course. Sure. People didn't want to work the COVID unit. Um, but as they started learning, and of course it's still changing every day, you truly don't know about COVID is what it feels like, but nurses know that's their job is to take care of patients. I, and I absolutely agree with you. The, the, the worst thing about COVID is it, you can't get your hands around it. It's like you figure it out and it changes. Yeah. And, and that is exactly the same thing I heard from the doctors yeah. is it's, it's constantly evolving and changing and it's hard and what works doesn't work the next time. Um, and you guys being as close to you are as the patients with the PPE and, 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 and all of that, I know that that's had to, had to be sort of a, a burden. Is there anything going on? I mean, uh, are nurses gathering together and messaging back and forth and, and getting going on the text messaging and the, and the, you know, the Snapchat or whatever it is that you guys are working together and talking about this stuff? Um, yes, I would say some. I mean, we still will make jokes every now and then, but it's not really a joke. But we come to reality real quick. What do you mean you've come to reality? Just seeing everything that we have with COVID emotionally and the deaths, people we love. What do you... what When you hear... Um, and again, we touched on it a little earlier. I mean, you know, the whole idea of COVID has become a political thing. Mm -hmm. Wear your mask. It's about politics. COVID's not real. What What do you think when you hear some of those things? I feel like I know it's real because I see it daily. Yes, I'm tired of wearing a mask. But just think, we can go home to our houses and take our mask off. The patients at the nursing home, that is their home. Well, they have to wear that mask in their home. The patients have to wear them as well. So talk about that for a second. You talk about going home. How has this affected families, like the families of nurses? Um, I know just going home whenever there was a code one day, and I had to run down, throw PPE on, and go help on the COVID unit. On my way home, I just I was like, what am I going to do to keep this from getting to my kids? It's literally stripping at the door, doing anything you can. And I know at the beginning, it's people even sleeping in their garages. Really? We had workers sleeping in their garages. 
away from their family members until they could figure out if it was okay. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, the rest of us, we were able to, like, I guess for the rest of us, especially early in it, um, a lot of us knew someone who had COVID, but a lot of people didn't or whatever. Yes. It wasn't, it, it still felt rare um, until later in the year. Um, and it wasn't something we really had to deal with. Um, but you guys had people sleeping in the garage just to stay away from family. We had a therapist sleeping in a garage. Wow. Okay. So when I talk to the doctors uh, and I talk to some of the other folks, they tell me these are some things that I can see have, have changed. Here's some things that have changed in our industry and I think are going to stay changed. Do you see anything like that in nursing? Oh, yes. You know, it was all a big push on the flu vaccine. Now it's going to be a big push on COVID as well. It's going to be another disease process, and it's going to fit in with everything else, hopefully, sooner than later. But I see changes with it. And as far as PPE goes, I guarantee you people won't take that for granted anymore. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we were caught pretty well flat-footed with uh, PPE when we first started on this. I mean, I think everybody, nurses, doctors, hospitals, clinics, places like Park Highlands, I, I'm not saying Park Highlands, but all of the... Everywhere. All of the, all of the you know, assisted living facilities yes. and the retirement and all of that, the uh, nursing homes, I think they all were caught out. Mm -hmm. um, nobody expected this... When you guys started thinking about COVID and COVID hit, you you started out by saying it was almost like 9-11. Uh, and I agree with you, by the way. But what was that moment like when you go, oh, man, we're in a real pandemic? I was thinking, you know, I've read about things like these, but here we go. We're about to see what this is all about. Um, I just remember. It's weird. It's just like thinking about where you were when you were with 9-11, and I just... I remember sitting in the room thinking things are about to change, worried about my family. Do you, um, I mean, you go home to your husband and your kids, um, and then you have to take care of them. But outside of that, you know, you have moms and dads and aunts yes. and uncles and grandpops and grandmoms. Is that something, I mean, are nurses trying to push out information to their families and, and do things? I try to help them with just basic nursing knowledge, but as far as, you know, wash your hands, wear your PPE, that kind of thing. But in the same sense, I tell them, I know, but I don't know because it's changing every day. So it's kind of hard to help them and lead them in the right way. But I try to help them with the basic knowledge that I do have. Is that frustrating? It I is. Mean, you're a nurse. Everybody turns to you. I mean, I know every nurse in the world the minute anything happens in the ha in the family, it's like, call Caller. Brooke. Yeah. She'll know. She'll know how to fix that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. He's got a fish hook stuck in his finger. Get Brooke. Yeah. She'll take care of it. Um, but in this particular case, you don't know it's anything hard. other yeah. than wash your hands and stay Basic apart. Basic knowledge. Yes. Yeah. The same thing everybody's been saying for 14 months. Yes. When you look back on 2020, is there a moment or something to happen that you know is going to be the thing that sticks in your mind. And, you know, 10, 20 years from now, when you think back to 2020, that's the thing that you're going to remember. 
Yes, definitely the motion part. And a, a picture I have in my mind of a patient with their hand up against the window and her son on the other side of the window touching her. So when you think of those kinds of moments, what does it mean to you when you hear that um, Athens wants to honor the medical community and say thank you for 2020? I think it's awesome. No one better to pick. What's it like to think that people are realizing what you guys have done over the last year? I'm glad that people are realizing it. But it makes me, you know, they realize it, but they don't realize it through our eyes. But at least they realize it. What would you, what do you wish you could share with people? What do you wish they could see through your eyes that they don't? Just the emotion part. I know family members, they get it. You know, they, they're they the ones that I see the emotion through and the patient. But just that in times like these, the only way you can get through it is to be nice, be friendly. And just take care of your patients and love them because they don't see the reaction of that family member. You become that family for them. Exactly. That's got to be um, a pretty heavy responsibility. Yes. It's not always pushing a pill, that's what I say, or handing pills or giving shots. It's way more than that. Brooke, thank you for spending some time and talking to me. Yes, sir. Thank you.